Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we're talking about when we don't feel close to God. What should we do? Should we draw closer? Should we run away? Fuller, you ready to find out? Let's go. Let's go. Mark Hyde. What's Welcome good in the neighborhood? Back. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's good in the neighborhood? Um, Don't co- say Applebee's. Coffee? Co- Are we going to talk about coffee already? No. I was just saying it's good in the neighborhood. It is. coffee, Dude, tonight's coffee is different, and I don't even know what we're drinking, so you're going to have to tell us about it in a little bit. But last week, we started the episode saying we're going to we have to do two really quick. We got to go boom, 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 boom. And we, we recorded one. one. We got one. We recorded one. We suck. But here's the deal though. You know, something that I've appreciated about this podcast is it's brought us closer. It has. We have a lot you of know? good conversations in between before and after. And yesterday, podcast. like or yesterday, hello, uh, last week of recording. You're stuck on yesterday, I'm stuck on you? yesterday, man. My daughter's stuck yesterday. on everything's tomorrow. Hey, we're going to go, we're going to go do this tonight. Tomorrow? No, tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow, no, tonight, whatever, Nora, just go play. Just, yeah, just, just, just go just play. Go. But yeah, I'm just stuck on yesterday. So yeah, but last week we ended up just having a real good conversation about baptism with your daughter and stuff going on in my yeah. life, stuff going on in your life, yep. and it turned into a we just we just got to turn off the podcast and we just got to have a we're little just like okay, we have a chit-chat. well, because the lock-in was last week, yeah, and so we were like, okay, we're not going to have enough time to do another lock-in. Not 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 for us. We're too old for that. Yeah, well, teenagers. I, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, we could lock in at your house or my future house and just be like, all right, we're locked in, but it's not as fun. <laughs> Is that it a could threat? Be. Oh, what if we did like a podcasting marathon? And just see how many episodes how many we can do? Out one night. That would be fun. <sighs> We'd be so dead afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Now, this would be fun, too, because Beth and I are going to do this here sometime in the summer. So I'm taking my my business in a different direction a little bit. We haven't even talked about this at all. Uh-oh. So I'm starting to get my foot into the Christian school networks. Oh. I'm starting to, and it, which is a really good opportunity. And with, there's a lot of, especially the more conservative, which, you know, obviously I would need to get my hair cut before I ever showed up at those places. We can take care of that at the Fuller house. No, no, you went, dude, my mop is gorgeous, by the way. Wait, my, look at Shiloh's haircut. My, you cut Shiloh's Yeah, but hair. my poof is beautiful. It he, did, I just got a new driver's license picture, wait, by the way, and it didn't even fit in the frame. But it's Shiloh, beautiful. Shiloh gets a poof. He's got the curly hair. That's true. His, his haircut looked good, though. It does. It's it looks look real good. It looked real good. <laughs> but either way, so uh, Beth and I were like, hey, we need to take a staycation, like like plan what we want to do, and then go away for like two or three days to either Chicago, Grand Rapids, some big city where she'll work on her, you know, influencer life with the blogs and Instagram and whatnot. And I'll just work super hard on a couple projects. And then at night we go hit up the coffee shops where the morning we do coffee shops, work at night, enjoy the city, no kids, but it is a workcation. So we're we're talking about doing something like that here soon. So maybe we need a podcastcation. Podcation? Podcation? Is that a thing? Podcation? If it's not a thing, we should make it a thing. I I'm uh, yeah. Uh, you're you're speaking things that are We over go me. camping with a microphone. Ooh. <laughs> and just like that, ladies and gentlemen, Sold Fuller <laughs> is in which by the way, our uh, good buddy Brandon Soche, the Abba Father crew. They took a microphone out when they were camping yes, this past did. week, and yep. they recorded one of their episodes. So right. maybe we just need to follow suit. I mean, do that. Brando, they kind of cheated and kind of followed in suit of us early on in the podcast. I guess it's only fair 
that we do it to them now. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. I think that's fair. We got to get the crackling in the, of the fire going, though, Ooh, too. With the, the little crickets in the background. Oh, that's yeah. some real talk. With some coffee that was made over the fire. Ooh. That'd be dope. We can make some Turkish coffee. That'd be really good. Anyways. Anywho. Should we talk about coffee now? Uh, before we'll, we do question in a box? Or? Let's, yeah, let's jump into coffee. So yeah, tonight we're drinking. What are we drinking? Because I don't even know what we're drinking. We're drinking the Fuller Roast Haitian coffee. Oh, this is Fuller Roast. The Fuller Roast yes. Haitian coffee. Uh, it, I mean, it's a roast that's a couple weeks old, so it's not as you know in your face, but it's still pretty good. But it's smooth, though. It is smooth. Very this smooth. This is really smooth. What did we drink last time? That uh, was like I really th- like... I think it was the Honduran that we drank last time. Is that what we did where it was like... Re- no, what was the coffee that we were like, eh, when it was hot, but as it cooled down, we were like, this stuff is good. That was the... What was that one? That was the one from La Colombia. Was that the La Colombia one? Okay. Yeah. So this is just Haitian, which... This is just Haitian. What, what Haitian. makes Haitian... I mean, obviously, it's from the country of Haiti, so but like, what what is their coffee known for, it's, I guess? Because I don't know Haitian coffee. Well, well. according to the description, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never visited there, but uh, it is grown in the mountains, and they're just known for mountain coffee. So it's so. just mountain coffee, like but Peru, like Peru yeah, in the mountains. But there's this stuff that I really want to get from Guatemala. It's like gr- it's like grown on the edge of a volcano, and it's supposed to be like really fire. Get it? Fire. Ah, ah, that but joke. <laughs> but yeah. It sounds good. It sounds good. So, so we're drinking Fuller Haitian. Fuller Haitian. In which, which you still haven't set up your coffee roaster yet because no. you still don't like have I said, a house. This, this crap is, the, is still. This is an older forever. roast that I'm still kind of. I, I batch roasted a little bit for us, for me at home because I was tired of drinking the crap coffee, and uh, so this is just kind of still left over from a couple weeks. So ago. here's the uh, the question that no one wants to ask: Did you roast any for Janiel, or is yeah. this just for us? No, no. I mean, this is an old <laughs> stuff that we've been drinking off of for like three weeks now. Mm. So it's about three week old roast. It's still good though. It's good. It's just not as good as it was. Like it's not a day that after. first hit. It's not that first yeah. hit. I saw the bloom wasn't as bloomy. Uh, when, it, when was still it. Pretty, it was still good. It was a decent bloom, but yeah, it wasn't as bloomy as it wasn't it as was. a, it wasn't as bubbly. When I first roasted it, like that second day, I fresh ground some and, and did one of these pour overs. By the way, get yourself a Bodum. Get, get, get a Bodum. It looks like a Chemex, but it's not a Chemex. It's, it's, a Bodum. it's the off-brand Chemex. But it works. It works good for 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that bloom was like, I could barely pour any water in it because it blooms so heavily. So it was good. Real good stuff. That's pretty dope. So, dope. so we're drinking that. So we have no new reviews. No new reviews, but we do have... We did something a little different. It's, it's question in a box with a twist. Instagram edition. <laughs> so on Instagram, I put out, which by the way, guys, the, our, our Instagram community has been stepping up. People are Blowing. sharing like our Blowing episodes up. on their personal stories. They're sharing it with people. Um, Beth and I had a phone call with one of our listeners the yeah. other night, actually. She was going through some things. We're like, we got you. So we had about an hour-long phone call. And nice. It's ministry, man. RTC is a ministry. I love it. Like, we're not just two dudes with a microphone. Like, we we want this to be something that points people to Jesus, you know? Well, and we try to make ourselves as available as possible. Like as said, available you, you as had a phone people call. We've with had, kids and jobs. We've done phone and, calls before. We've done text messaging. I mean, we've, we've done of, it all. Kind of done it all, so. Emails. Emails, uh, DMs, DMs, whatever, yeah. you know. But what, so, whatever, whatever your flavor of the day so is. So we put on Instagram, like, hey, so, you know, what questions would you want to ask us for question in a box rather than us just get a random question? We so need, like, a, a segment intro for question in a box. So we like, do. Question in a box. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be cool. But Somebody so, write one for us. So we're going to do the, the, the rapid fire. We have two All different right. ones. Two different ones. We're going to do rapid fire on the first section. There's three different rapid fire ones. Okay. And then the second one is an actual question that I think would be really cool. Okay. So here's the rapid fire ones, all right? Yep. Orange juice with pulp or no pulp? Pulp. 
No pulp. You're disgusting. No pulp with Dude. that extra calcium, baby. Dude, it's it's natural. No pulp. No no. Pulp. You've never had naturally freshly squeezed orange juice. Yeah, I do. It's and got and all strain it. It's got, Dude, you're disgusting. Yeah, even like legit. When I make orange juice at home, we we strain that crap. I actually haven't made oranges in a while, so Beth's gonna call my crap out. I've made. It She's like, yet. you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> but even lemonade, same thing. When you make lemonade, you don't make pulpy lemonade. Oh yes. Chick Fil A does, but oh I don't. yes, you do. No, I strain that listen, stuff, man. If I have a, I have a specific listen, strainer for you orange know, juice. You know. Which way is the correct Christian way to do it? The way Chick-fil-A doesn't. That's fair. Mike That's drop. fair. All right, here you go. All right, number uh, two. Waffles or pancakes? Ooh, pancakes. Chocolate chips in them. Mm. That's my way. And not syrup. It's got to be butter and then powder sugar, but the butter's got to be melty so it makes like an icing. That's pretty sweet. It's, it's But I am stuff. a mini waffle maker man. I like that mini waffle maker from Target. Oh, you mean the ones that Janelle and I got for you? <laughs> yep. I had them before, but they uh, disappeared. Um, and then, so, yeah, you guys restocked me, and you got me, too. So okay. I had the big Belgian waffle and the two little mini waffle makers, but I prefer the so mini waffle. So we've, we've got a waffle maker, and Janelle makes fire waffles. I don't know. I don't, like the, what, Are we talking about the pumpkin ones? Well, she, those two. Because the other one but she you don't made like was pumpkin. A, so she so made the me other my ones, own. Yeah, I ate the, the kid waffles. The, the kid waffles is the one I'm talking about, and they're fire. They're, like, fluffy and light. And uh, so we have a double waffle maker, as you know. Which is sweet. And then we have the Mickey waffle maker, mm-hmm. which makes Mickey's. So, yeah. That's I, dope. I, I do like waffles, but I think I prefer pancakes. So here's another one. All and right. then there, there might be a added bonus on this one. Okay. Pen or pencil? Ooh. You know, I like the capability of a pencil, but I'm a pen guy. I'm a pen guy. But what are you specific on your pens? I... Uh, I used to be. I used to be zebra strictly zebra too. Oh, those are good. Um, but Scott, not, I think Scott is zebra. Pastor yeah, Scott. not not much anymore. Now it's no. just like what what's there when when you work in a factory and your pens get stolen all the time. It's whatever's available. So I, I mean, do have some that I like, but they're not. I don't keep. I was always quality. a pilot uh, or a pilot G two guy. I've got a whole pack of those, and I really those were, I like those were those. my favorites. Yeah. But I also have been recently fallen in love with the Sharpie pen. Yes. I've been, I've been doing some, my Sharpie pen. I've been my, doing some my, my uh, a book study from Gary Chapman, and I've got two Sharpie pens, a blue and an orange, that I've been taking all sorts of notes. Blue with. and orange. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So you ready for the actual question? Right. That's not. That's not actual. That's not fair. Those were actual questions too. But the <laughs> these are the fake actual questions. Now here's the. Those actual, were rapid actual. fire that we broke down for you guys. Uh, <laughs> if you had to go back to college and couldn't study what you already studied, what would you study? Ooh. That's so, a good one. You know, kind of my passion has quickly turned this past year into mm-hmm. more of like a theological study base that I've been doing, um, biblical theology, doctrinal theology. Um, and so, you know, when I was in school, I went for aircraft mechanic, and I think that's probably where I'd go, it's some sort of theology. Now, would you go all the way and get your MDiv? Oh, like, I'd, I'd definitely go get you go the for MDiv. That? Oh, yeah. See, I still want to go back to and get a second master's because I already have a master's of theological I studies. It. I want an MBA. Wow. I would love to have an overachiever. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if I go back and like choose a new I got a degree c- path, I got a certificate man. of completion. I got a license. That's what I got. I don't I don't know what what path I would go cuz the, the my my path changed cuz I originally started in sport ministries. Right. Which was very heavy on sport uh, medicine and coaching and legal and ethical issues. And, and now you're like And then I was just basic religion and then I got a master's of theology, but if I had to do a different degree, I don't think I would pick business. I think it'd be fun to do like philosophy. Ooh, I think because that's. Mm. I mean, I'm the guy who brought a metaphysics book with him on his honeymoon, so you know. I mean, 
I haven't really touched it since I've been back. Sorry, Beth. But yeah, she I brought tried. she brought Maria Goff and I brought metaphysics. Yeah. So it sounds like something I would do. I would love to do philosophy. I think that would be a lot of fun. I didn't do well with it. I took one philosophy class through online liberty I am and it was awful. I am online shocked was though awful. that you didn't take John Piper's Providence book that came out this year with you. That thing is so big. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so big. So good. I actually, um, there was a guy that just retired um, from the mill today. Today was his last day, and he's retiring to become a, well, he is a pastor. He's been a bivocational pastor in Plymouth at a Pentecostal church. Hmm. And so he's retiring and going to go do that full time now. Um, and so I got him the John Piper Providence book. I'm like, I wonder how a Pentecostal is going to take this book. <laughs> There's different ways. Yeah, There's so different ways. You never know. But that's, yeah, that's a Pentecostal joke. But yeah, that's that's what I do, philosophy. But you know, so we we talked about this last week about our 100th episode. 100. But I think we're going to save it till the end. I want to get into this conversation because we're already 13 minutes into the right, intro. Let's, so let's, let's jump in. So we talked about it last week, the 100th episode giveaway. We'll talk about it at the end because all right, all right, I, I feel. Can we done. tell them the special news? Can we tell no, them the special no, news? Not till the end. But but can we tell them today? We could tell them half of it. Can we tell them half of it? We'll tell them half of it. Yes, I'm so excited about the, the first half. First half. But either way, so. We should. What, what? What? Yeah, let's just tell. Just do the first half. At the end of that. At, at the, the end, end of that. We will tell right. them what we know. What, what? What? Yes. Yes. I'm excited about that one. All right. So so <laughs> stick around to the end and we'll tell you what we're excited about with the 100th episode so, giveaway. How so about stick, that? Stick with us for our two and a half hour podcast. <sighs> yeah. I don't know why Apple's been doing that, but. <laughs> It's not really that long, people. It's not. But so so this episode is more around the idea of when you don't feel close to God or when, you know, the positive side of that is when you feel far from God. Right. And I don't think it's any shock that, you know, you and I have struggled with this in the past many times and sometimes still do. And there's a lot of other people where they're like, you know what, I'm just not feeling close to God. And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people today in the in Christianity and the church where it's all about, you know, they want to experience God. They want to feel God's power and feel God's presence, and they actually want to experience God. But is this the way it's supposed to be? As us as Christians, are we supposed mm. to be looking to experience God? Mm. Are we and, and experience God, that could be in so many different facets, whether in the worship service or through prayer or those scripture reading. or those scripture, you know, like, you know, those times where you, everyone has, or I shouldn't say everyone, that's not fair, but you know, you and I've had those conversations where it's like, I read my Bible and all of a sudden it's like waterworks. Yep. But that's very far. That's for me, few oh, and far between. Yeah. Like, I think last time I did that, I was like a freshman in college. Oh, so yeah, mine wasn't that long ago, but it's been a while. I mean, it's been well over a year, but I mean, Scripture every once in a while does that. Worship music is usually what gets me. Is it? Typically, that's what gets me. And see, and I think this is going to be interesting to have this conversation because this is not a, we're not building anywhere. We're nope. not teaching. It's just a conversation. This is just a conversation. I got a couple questions in case we run out of content. I got some verses that we can bring up if we want to discuss it where it's like how we can experience God versus how faith works. And maybe, and I even have uh, five verses that maybe we can hold on to. Wow. When we're when we're struggling with you know a what? Bit. I'm just gonna sit back and let you talk. Let me talk. I don't I don't I don't let know just, if I want to talk the whole just time. Turn off the mic. You you legit just turned off your microphone. It just popped in my ears. Sorry, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> but you know, I think this is a fair question to ask. Is maybe before we even jump into the 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 whole how do you and I experience God and what are things that we have done and, and do to 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 walk out our Christian faith? I think it's actually good to ask the question of. You know, what are ways that that we—I'm uh, trying to think of the best way to work. Not just what are ways we can experience God, but I guess, you know, is looking to experience God the right 
thing in the Christian faith. In Ooh, the Christian I was I was hoping you were going to ask. Is that, that question. the right thing to do? You know, and I'm trying to figure. Is that the right? Is that the right way to ask that question? Um, is it good not to feel God? Is it bad to feel God? Type hmm. of question. Right, and I that's think is what it. you're asking. Yeah, basically. and and more is that the goal of the Christian life too? Like, are feel we not are we not close with God if we don't feel God? Yeah, it's and kind of and a, if we have this decision where it's like uh, I don't feel like I'm actively feeling God, mm, does that make me not a believer? I don't anymore? feel like God is speaking to me. I don't feel like uh, God is near me or close to me, or I'm close to Him, or and we all struggle with that theological stance that we have. Of, yeah. I know that God says he'll never leave me or forsake me, but I don't feel like he's there. Right. And then, you know, yeah. you got pastors where it's, uh, I grew up here and, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you know where you're going to go when you die. And I'm like, yo, I got like maybe a half a shadow, like not, not a full Peter Pan shadow where it's doing its own thing, but I got like half a shadow. Well, you right do now. have a full Peter Pan shadow, but it's not sewed onto your feet yet. Like, you know, Peter Pan. Right, right. But, but you know, that's like, it's like, it's kind of flying away. But that always you. scared me as a kid where it's like, you beyond a shadow of a doubt, you need to know. And I'm like, you need to know Isn't that you'll that, be kicking up gold dust on Hallelujah Avenue, and and that's where I want you know where even yeah. faith comes in, where it's like okay, so how does faith yeah. work with that? But I think the the the, the a good question. Wow, the, 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 the. <laughs> I think a good question to start with though is should that even be the goal of the mm, Christian faith? Mm. Should we have the goal to experience God, whether God's power, God's grace, um, the feeling, the the love, like the the Hillsong song, where just to feel the warmth of your embrace. Like, is this... He is jealous for me. Oh, <laughs> sloppy wet yeah. or unforeseen. Um, Either way, not consensual. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. There you go. But um, Took that in a but totally I'm gonna ask you. Direction. I'm going to ask you that question, Fuller, of is sloppy that even the goal? Sloppy wet kiss? Or? No, no, please don't give me a sloppy wet kiss on air. Go home no. and sloppy wet kiss your no, wife or something, I, I not save, me. I'll, I saved that for your wedding. It's all good. Yeah, um... If you want to see a funny picture with you and Devin giving me a kiss, y'all, y'all gross. But, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you that question. Yeah, yeah. Is that the goal of the Christian life to feel and experience God? Well, so let's look at where we where we consider. You know, you say feel. Um, scripture, Old Testament scripture specifically, talked about how the you know the depths of my bowels and and you know that feeling. Did you ever hear about that? The old old English. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a Mark Lowry yeah. joke where right. it's like you know. From the bowels of myself, like that, but that was the core, of the seat I of your left emotion. My bowels in San Francisco. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was a wonderful yeah. sketch. Yeah, it was. But so other well, we, other cultures, this emotion delivered. Right. You made my liver quiver. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love but you. We, all we my say heart. our heart, right? Right. And I think a lot of scripture you know, translated into English uses the, the the term heart. Depending on where you're at, depends on what they're going to translate it as. Right. But it's a heart. Um, and and I always come back to well the heart is deceitfully wicked and who can know it that that scripture just constantly permeates in my mind when we start talking about I don't feel close to God mm-hmm. and I, this is not I'm not I struggle with this I struggle with it but Janine will tell you straight up I say I all the time I don't feel close to God I want to feel close to God I know that I'm not far from God mm. theologically in my mind I theologically know nothing can separate us from the love of God right Romans was that Romans eight is that Romans ten Neither hype nor depth nor principalities. I think it's eight because I think it's right after more than conquers. Yeah, I think it isn't it right after he goes through the things I don't want to do, I do, and the things I do. I think it's right after, so I think it's an okay. eight because I think. But, seven but anyway, is, anyways, but it's the fact of it nothing. Is, nothing can separate us. We we can't even separate ourselves right. from God's love. Right, and so and, and for this, those who know God, and again, uh, for those of us who 
take the Bible at what it says and believe in predestination. It's nothing we're going to do and nothing nobody else is going to do is going to separate us either because we've been predestined and called. Mm-hmm. Um, so the feeling thing, um, this comes from what we call, quote, unquote, our heart, the heart of the matter. Um, and we have to be careful because feelings are deceptive. Mm-hmm. I can feel something and it not be true. Or I can feel something and it be true. I can feel like you hate me, but it may not necessarily be true. And your feelings are valid. My fi- there's Yeah, that, that's that's difference. I'm not saying the feel- feelings are invalid. It's something I feel, so it's valid to me. But valid and truth are two different things. So when I say I don't feel close to God, doesn't necessarily make that true. Mm-hmm. Now, what we have to watch is when we don't feel close to God, we tend to um, lose the discipline that we've established in our Christian life. And by discipline, I mean my prayer life starts to suffer because I don't feel close to God, so what's the point of praying? I don't read my Bible because, I mean, I'm not getting anything out of it. I'm not going to church because I just don't feel the presence of God in the worship setting there. You know, you, you can see how Satan kind of uses these feelings, and this is where I think that, that Scripture really applies, that the heart's deceitfully wicked and who can know it. Satan uses this when he sees that you're struggling feeling and he tries to use it to make you stumble, make Mm. you lose your discipline, not lose your faith, but lose your disciplines. And with that, then you feel even further away from God when you're not in his word, when you're not praying, when you're not meeting with his people, you feel further away from God. And it just continually to take you down this path of, I feel farther. Now I feel farther. Now I'm falling into sin. Now I'm falling into more sin. Mm-hmm. Now I'm falling into more sin. Because and, and now with all the sin, I definitely don't feel like I'm close to God. So we have to make sure and, and, and be careful and be mindful that we don't let our feelings dictate our path. Our path is to walk, to seek first the kingdom of God, to meditate upon his word day and night, and to pray without ceasing. That should be, that's our, that's our mandate. That's our, as we'll talk in the next episode, our creed. Mm. Those are the things we should live by. Those are the things we should push for. Even on those times and those moments where we don't feel close, it's we got to rely on that discipline and make ourselves disciplined. And you don't want to be, you know, there's that term, fake it till you make it. Well, I got to fake it till you, and you know right. I hate that. And, you know yeah. I hate that. Mm-hmm. and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about faking the feelings. Be real. Hey, brother, I'm struggling. I don't feel close to God. Or like I've done many a times with my wife, Janiel, I don't feel close to God. Pray for me. I don't feel close. I want to feel close, but I don't feel close. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean I just go off and say, well, because I don't feel close to God, I might as well not follow him. I might as well not continue in that sanctification process. Nothing to do with justification, but that sanctification process. Um, so it, we just have to be mindful to not let the enemy take hold in our lives and lead us astray based off of a feeling. Mm-hmm. But can those feelings help, for lack of a better word, be guide rails though? Where you're like, if, because, you know, like, like, like if Janiel or Beth would mean say, hey, I, I feel like this, or I feel like this, like, you know, not all feelings are bad. You know, because we need to, like, especially for us as husbands, listen to our wife's feeling and then respond appropriately to those. So if we have feelings, could that be a, a sign? Maybe. Well, you it, know, it, it could be. And I'm not saying that everything, all feelings are bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, God created us to have feelings. I'm just saying 
those feelings aren't always truths. Mm. So you have to rely upon the spirit, continue to seek God and his word to make sure that that feeling is truthful or not truthful. And if it's not truthful, don't take hold of it because that's what happens. We grab onto these lies. That's what happened to Eve from the very mm, beginning. Mm-hmm. She grabbed onto this lie that Satan told her. It was a little twist. Did God really say Did that? Did God really say that? I don't think he'll necessarily die. He's actually afraid that you'll just be like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Okay, I'll eat this forbidden fruit. She grabbed and held on to that lie, which caused her to sin. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens to us. It's it's tale as old as time. It's it's Satan's main thing that he loves to do to Christians and has been doing for centuries now, for thousands of years, millennia, is he likes to trip us up. He's called the father of lies, the deceiver, the great deceiver. I mean, there's all this terminology in Scripture that describes him as somebody who is, is known to tell lies to, to those who serve God. Mm-hmm. And so we have to make sure that the feelings are truth before we let them be our guide. And if they are not truth, then we need to reject them and not grasp hold of them. That's, that's where I I'm like at. that. <laughs> and, and, you know, something I'm thinking through too, you know, so I'm a part of a couple of different Facebook groups and, you know, some are with pastors, some are with, uh, I'm, I'm in a part of the recovering fundamentalist Facebook group, which I'm not really a recovering fundy, but I, I come from that, that, that way. Right. And, you know, a lot of these people, like even in the youth pastor world, you know, we've been talking about these people have gone through these deconstructions. Um, you know, Kevin Max, the old DC Talk guy, he recently just came out and he he calls himself an exgelical. Um, John Steigard, Hawk Nelson, it's been a year since he's and he's done a public deconstruction, which right. I've I followed and it's very fascinating. I think he's actually asking the right questions mm-hmm. and he's 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 searching. I don't know where some of these other guys are. Um, and you know, sometimes I feel like when we start to feel far from God. Uh, there's a couple different responses we normally do. There's the classic, well, if I don't feel, because, you know, the Bible talks about, like, you know, you feel the 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 inner Holy Spirit, and then there's a lot of pastors where it's like, if you can't feel God moving, well, you must not be a Christian. Like, I've heard sermons like that, too. So there's people on the inside go, oh, okay, so I must not be a Christian, which then makes a response of, I do whatever I want. Or it's like, oh, is God dead? Is is God, not, not, not the movies, but like, is God... Kevin Sorbo. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but like, is God not real? Or yeah. is God not powerful enough? And it sends people down these these deconstruction journeys, which I don't think is always bad, because I feel like sometimes we're taught things that are wrong about faith, Christian, doctrine, practice, all these different things, which you and I, we talked about this. Um, maybe we should have another episode soon about you know, our, follow up. Our, our past, like episode one, where it's like, does our past affect our future? Mm. What's our past been like in the last two years? Like yeah, that could be I an mean, interesting podcast. I've gone through my own, and you've you've been walking with this journey for the past year with me. I mean, it's been, well, it's been seven months. I've been on this theological yeah. journey yeah. where I've deconstructed, but there's a there's a correct way to deconstruct and a wrong way to deconstruct. I'm deconstructing theology that was taught to me as a child and fact-checking it. Again, mm-hmm. looking for the truth. Deconstructing it. And I've changed my thought process on a lot of the things that I grew up with based on this, if you want to call it a deconstructive theological journey. Mm-hmm. And then there's the bad thing where you're doing this deconstructive journey and you start doubting God, mm-hmm. period. And now you've grasped hold of the lie. Or did see, God really say? See where you can, okay, it's a guide. You can follow the guide and find truth, or you can grasp hold of the lies that are thrown in there and fall away. 
mm-hmm. and not fall away as in lose salvation, but fall away as a, were you truly God or were you so wrapped up in this, this construction that was around you that filled your life that you were never his to begin with. And now you're just realizing it. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a, there's there, I do want to get to the rest of the questions on what the, the, the show notes that we have. But I kind of want to go into this too a little bit, you know, in, in Hebrews, uh, specifically 11, when it talks about the, the, the faith, the hall of faith, you know, mm. so many times it's, there's talk about, you know, you guys got to have blind faith and you just got to trust and believe and know it is, or there's the classic, is it the C.S. Lewis argument? Maybe it's a different one where it's like, um, you can either trust God and then find out you're right. Or, Hey, if you're wrong, oops, you still go to heaven anyways, which is Bad teaching, bad theology. Right. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that was Lewis. I don't. For some reason, yeah, I feel like I it is. Know. I don't remember who said that. But someone's like, "Well, you might as well just be a Christian because if you're wrong, hey, you go in heaven anyways. But right. if not, you're fine." Which that's not what the Christian life's all about. Yeah. But you know, with faith, there's so many people where they talk about you just gotta have blind faith. You just gotta trust. You just gotta believe. You just gotta. You you, you don't know everything, so you just got to have faith. Well. And I get where they get that from, but mm-hmm. I think they take it too far. They take and it from too. what Jesus told to Thomas. Doubting Thomas. Okay. All right. Thomas of Didymus, he said, uh, you have believed because you have seen, but blessed are those who have not seen and yet, yet still, still believe. believe. And that's where they they, t- they build a theology. And there's one thing I've learned. You don't build a whole theology oh, off of one, one verse. verse. <laughs> nope. So, you know, to, to, to build a theology of blind faith off of that um, is scary. It's scary. I'm not saying that they're totally wrong i think there is something to believing and not seeing mm-hmm. because i can't see gravity but yet i know it works and i can't there's see the classic wind right can't see wind i can't see the coronavirus with my naked eyes i can't see that and yet i know that hey it's caused illness and death and all these other things whether you believe that masks work or not that's not what we're arguing here we're arguing whether that was true or not so for me that's the the believing and not seeing but there's still evidence, right? It's not blind faith of, well, you don't know either way, so you might as well just believe just in case. Mm-hmm. This is, no, there's evidence. And Lee, Lee Strobel goes through this, the, the case for Christ. If you look through the case of Christ and you see all the evidence that mounds up for Christianity, um, it's astronomical. Um, I'm actually going through a, a series, and I cannot remember the guy's name right now um, in these classes I'm taking, and he's basically going through... Uh, the real Jesus is what the the sermon hmm. series is called, and it's really phenomenal. Some of the um, some of the things that he's using. So, yeah. So I, I wanted to pull up Hebrews eleven versus just have it in my notes. Um, Hebrews eleven. This is out of the Holman Christian Standard, not just the CSB, but the HCSB because I don't have the CSB on um, Lagos because I have to pay for it. Um, <laughs> it says now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. For our ancestors won by God's, or uh, for our ancestors won God's approval by it. By faith, we understand the universe was created by God's command, so that what is seen has been made from the things that are not visible. Then by faith, Abel. By faith, Enoch. By faith, Noah. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Sarah. And it just you know keeps going on and on and on all the way through with Joseph and you know at the end and always were approved through their faith. But they did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us so that they would not be made perfect without us. Therefore, since we have such a great cloud of witnesses surround us, let us lay aside every weight and sin that easily ensnares us and run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus. And I think, you know, when you look at this big passage, specifically talking with with this verse, you know, what is faith? Faith isn't just a blind jump. 
but it's okay. I've seen God move through the past, which is talking about the such a that's a, that's the great cloud of witnesses. You know, I've seen what has gone before me. I know my own personal history. I see where God shows up time and time and time again in, in your life and my life and other people's life and and looking at the evidences of, of things that we see and then going, okay, from what I've seen from the past and right now, I'm going to put my faith in God because that just makes sense. And, you know, people joke that it takes more faith for, to be an atheist than it does right, a Christian, right. but every worldview has a level of faith mm. aspect mm-hmm. to it. And, you know... Faith is knowing what you know, but not knowing everything, but still making the lump, ma- making the jump because you know where you're going to land. Yeah, it's like driving a, a car, right? So okay. I, I plan on driving home today, and I have the faith that that car is going to get me home. And that the road will be okay when yeah. you're driving home. Well, we'll just, we'll, we'll say the roads are going to be clear, no, nothing wrong with roads. But what happens if I throw a rod in my engine and I don't make it home in the car, right? But right now I'm trusting and I'm having the faith right? That I know that this truck is going to get me home, but mm-hmm. I don't know, know it. And so that's, that's what it is with everything. I mean, there's evidence that I, I've kept on the maintenance. I've got no check engine lights. There's no knocking in the engine. So based on this, um, this evidence, I, I'm confident. And, and so home. to go back to this question of when you feel far from God or when you don't feel God's presence, you know, what Hebrews 12 is talking about is, you know, we have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us. And, and I would encourage someone who is struggling the faith, read Hebrews 11, because it even says, since we have such a great cloud of witnesses around us, let us weigh aside every weight. And so basically what it's saying is the fact of we have all this history of how God, I, I, I used a sermon illustration one time of God added a little bit more to the end of the rope, where we see God tying knots in people's stories, where it's like, you feel like you're at the end of the rope, and then all of a sudden you're farther along, you look back and you're like, well, snap, okay, God showed up here, God showed up there, which is episode one for us. Is, can, right. can, does, I mean, couldn't God still use my past? Does my past affect my future? Well, the answer is, yeah, your past affects your future because God was in the past. Mm-hmm. And so when you feel far from God, sometimes you have to follow truth, not just follow a feeling. Right. And now, is this to say that if you're feeling far from God, because I know there's listeners out there that are, if they're like, you know, I've, I just don't feel God. Like, you know, I've I've tried to read my Bible. I've tried going for prayer walks. I've, I've gone to church, but it's just coming out of void. And I, I, you know, I want to come alongside that person and say, you know what? Me too. Yeah, right. <laughs> Me too. A lot of people have. Elijah, you know, after he had that mountainous victory, literally mountainous victory, he ran and fled. He's like, I just want to die because, God, I feel all alone. And, right. God, I don't want to do this anymore. You see the prophets throughout all the Old Testament where they're like, God, this sucks. Like, can we just not do it? You see Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane where he's like, Father, you know, I, I don't want to go through this. God, please don't let me go through this. But it's no. not my will, but your will. Um, you see, I, I, even the Apostle Paul, you know, we don't read too many of his stories of did he ever feel alone or whatever. But, the, but you know, the man was thrown into jail for his faith. He was persecuted. Right. He was beaten. Well, Every single apostle was killed for their faith. Even John the Baptist. Look at him. He's I mean, beheaded. He, well, not even that, but he sent his he sent his disciples to go ask Jesus, are you the Messiah? Are you the one? Mm-hmm. Or should we prepare for another? Right. Like there was still even doubt there. Um, I think it's only natural to have these feelings of um, waywardness or um, fear that we're out of favor with God. Um, and I think a lot of that has to pertain to the mindset that we are fed every day as people in this world, hmm. as Western Christians. Of uh, hey, if some if you're trying to talk to somebody and they're not talking to you, what do you call it? Oh, you're, you're getting ghosted, mm. right? You're being ghosted. Mm-hmm. It means they don't like you, right? 
And so this is the stuff that we deal with of like in our society, if you don't feel somebody, it's because they're displeased with you. And this is the message that is constantly. Or they don't care. Right. So this is constantly being portrayed to us. Or, hey, you might be somebody whose father's absent or something like that. And Hmm. so you you know that absence, you blame yourself or whatever, whatever it may be. But you feel that, you know, we tend to look at God, how we viewed our fathers, at least as men, at least I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I do too. And so, you know, that's stuff we have to struggle with. And and so it's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. If you don't feel close with God, again, feeling, feelings can't always be trusted because mm. you know that God will ne- never leave you nor forsake you. And I, I you know, you got a couple verses in here, uh, Matthew 18, 20. Uh, says for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. So you know, if you go to church, and there's more than two or three of you, mm-hmm. Christ is there in the midst. If you're there for Him, so you know He's not leaving you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Um, there's just scripture after scripture after scripture to talk about this, and so um, just because you you feel far from Him doesn't mean He is far from you, right? And, you know, there's the quote from Ann Votskap that we have here in the notes where it says, too often we want clarity. God just wants us to come closer. Right. And, you know, so if someone's feeling far from God, I think one of the biggest things so far that, that we've talked about, and I want to keep following this, this rabbit trail to see what else we can do when we feel far close from God is, one is we look at the past. We see mm-hmm. how God's worked in the past. Mm-hmm. And we know that God's always with us no matter what. Like, that's a promise that God made to us. But that still doesn't change how we feel because, you know, okay, sure, God worked in the past, but what about right now? It's right. like, okay, I know the Bible says God will never leave me or forsake me, but sure feels like homeboy's not here. Like what's going on? Like, no, I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say it. It's more just the fact of where's Jesus. He's supposed to be with me, but he's, I, I don't feel it. Well, you know, so, so take, what else? Take a look. Okay. Take, take a look at yourself first. Okay. All right. Self-examination is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Why am I not feeling close to God? Is it because God's taking me through a season where he's growing my faith? Is it because I'm not feeling God because I feel guilty over something? Am I just not feeling close to God because I'm not spending time with him like I should be? Hmm. You know, there's so many different ways that we could feel distant from God. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of fundies say, well, you must have sinned. So that's why. That's why you you feel distant because God's not giving his presence to you because you've sinned. And that's not always the case. Well, if you look <laughs> at the blind man where disciples are like, who's sinned, him or his parents? Well, Jesus is like, there's neither. A, there's a whole book written on it. It's called Job. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. I mean, his friends were sitting there for chapter after chapter after chapter after chapter. Like, you chapter. must have done something, bro. Yeah, what'd you do? You need to just repent. You just need, and he's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, God, And God's like, yeah, he's right. He didn't do anything, and you guys are wrong for it. And so... Uh, you can't just jump to the conclusion that you did a sin or that the person that feels far has done a sin, but it's never a bad thing to self-reflect. Right. Right. We all have sin. We sin every day. This is part of the struggle of being who we are as human creatures. Um, but is, is the sin that's happening sin that's keeping me from growing closer to God? Mm. Am I in his word? Am I spending time with him? James four, eight says, draw near to God. He will draw near to you. There's that closeness feeling. Uh, it's like my my wife. If the more time I spend with my wife, the closer I feel. The less time I spend with my wife, the farther I feel away from her. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's one of those relationship things. <laughs> what, the proximity brings intimacy. Is that the old? Yeah. Which is, like I mean, it's not 100. percent but you got to be there to 
you have to have it. Yeah, exactly. You have to spend time with somebody to have a relationship. So here's a good question. Outside of just the standard, right. read your Bible, pray every day, what are other ways you think someone could mm. commune with the Father? You know, there's there's always that, that fallback one that nobody likes to talk about or not likes to do of fasting. Um, mm. Which kind of falls in line with the prayer well, aspect. Well, bring that, break that down just a second, in case um, someone doesn't really know what fasting is. So fasting is when you abstain. It doesn't necessarily have to be abstained from food, but that's, that's typically the classical that's typically the one that everybody thinks of. But um, fasting is taking something away that you rely on in order to focus in more on God. Something that's going to cause you um, to suffer, and in those times of suffering. Um, instead of focusing on the suffering, focus on God. Hmm. Um, contemplate, think about, uh, meditate. Uh, these are the different things. Pray, read your scripture, you know, different things. So typically food, if you fast from food, you're going to get hungry. And so in those moments of hunger, you focus in on God. It causes you to bring, hey, I'm hungry because I'm fasting, and I'm fasting because I want to get closer with God. Mm-hmm. And so that's typically... Um, why people do food. Now you can do other things. If you're a if you're a social media holic, you could say I'm fasting from social media for a month. And every time I want to get on or the time I would normally spend getting on social media, I'm going to spend with God. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm going to uh, fast from uh, podcasting. Say uh, we would call that a sabbatical mm. um, is another term Which that past, we use. That's what pastors do. They take a pastors. sabbatical. And it's not because they don't love the church or the church is bad or or the ministry is bad. It's because they want to f- take that time not only to rest but to focus in on God and rest in God. Mm-hmm. And so these are just t- typical ways you can fast from money. So like the money that you would normally spend on, say, going out to eat or doing fun things, you take that money and you give it to God and you pray over that money and then you – you give it. Put it somewhere where yeah. God wants you to put it. There, there's just di- so many different varieties of fasting you can do. Um, but the typical one that everybody thinks of is food. And so they're like, ooh, fasting's taboo. <laughs> I get hangry. That's that's true, though. But so, no, but so that, that's a good one. What else you got? Um, so uh, another thing that you can always do to draw closer to God is to spend time with your tribe. Mm. Those that, of that, like, that's what popped into my head too. Those of like-mindedness and seek God together. Talk about God. What What are we doing right now on this podcast? We're just talking about God. This is drawing us closer. This is making it more um, real, making us feel closer not only to each other, but also to God where we're gathering together in his name there is in the midst. Mm-hmm. And so this is another way that we can try to connect um, with that feeling of being close with God or with others. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. What you got? I like that. You know, one that that I thought, you know, sometimes we don't, I mean, obviously sometimes we don't feel close to God because we have sin in our lives though. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's kind of true. Like mm-hmm. if you're in, the Bible even says, if you're in active sin, the kingdom of heaven is not yours. Right. So if there is active sin and you're, I mean, and not the, the struggle, because we talked about this with like the, um, the Ask Pastor John episode. That was really good, by the way. Yeah, I know. The one where it's like, if I keep on sinning, do I have to keep on repenting? And he's like, well, let's break down what repentance versus confession is. Right. You know, so I don't want to, I'm going to put that in the show notes just so so people know. Um, also, uh, Ask Pastor John, Desiring God. He went through a whole episode on it too where he says the exact same thing. 
John Piper. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's Pastor John podcast. Oh, you said Pastor Matt. I, I said thought. Pastor Matt. No, I didn't mean Pastor Matt. Sorry. Maybe Pastor Matt did. I don't know. But uh, thought, maybe you said Pastor John. Maybe I, I just thinking, heard I was thinking, ask Pastor John. Maybe I just heard Pastor Matt. <laughs> maybe um, forgiveness. I'm wrong. Forgive me. Yeah. And um, what, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Conf- uh, repenting. Repentance and confession. I think so, is how. I just want to make sure I get that to put in the show notes. Um, so, um, but one that I was also thinking of is. Specifically in our American culture, we're a very busy culture. Mm. And something that I have learned is the less busy I am, the less stressed and more rested. It reminds me of your your two words that you had a few years back of the be still. Be still. Be still. Remember that? Mm-hmm. When you, that was your New Year's And this year it was abide. Yeah. I haven't thought about my word for a while. I haven't thought about my word in a while at all. Well, you just said, be, you know, you're talking about, you know, just being, and I'm like, oh, be still. I remember there, when he went there to that scene. Yeah. <laughs> See, was, I do listen to you. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, I picture Jesus, you know, and there'd be so many times where he would do like these miraculous miracles, then what, what he would do, he would disappear into the desert without his disciples, right. and he would go commune with the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, Garden Gethsemane, he communed with the Father. and So be, heavily that he sweat blood. <laughs> and like so many times, Jesus got away from the hustle and the bustle, which, you know, for us as Americans, we see, you know, we talked about um, idols in the church, like with with celebrity pastors and not even just celebrity pastors, but us Christians, we want to be in the middle of all the stuff. Whenever Jesus would draw the crowds, he would just disappear. Right. And I think that was a intentional showing of, you know, this is what true humility looks like. This is what it looks like to live for the kingdom. It's not my kingdom, but God's kingdom. That's more important. And so Jesus wasn't trying to turn into a celebrity, mm. but when you're, you know, healing the sick, making the lame walk, making dead people walk again, you, you, you go and be famous. Right. Um, and, but with this though, um, every single time Jesus disappeared. And I wonder how many times for us, we're so busy that we can't just be still and know that I'm God. Mm. You know, we, we can't hear the whisper of the Holy spirit. We mm. can't feel the nudges that God's trying to give us because we're so in go, 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 go. Right. Um, or we don't have enough margin in our life where it's like, you know what? I really, cause I think of the story when you helped the, that, that couple right there by the bypass entrance, mm. even though you were on your way to church, you were going to do a good thing. You and Janiel stopped and you guys showed up to church halfway through the sermon mm-hmm. because of you guys were doing that. And I'm not trying to, you know, make you famous because of that, but that's, that's the true reality. You know, how many times do we create our schedules so packed full that we can't go love on people or mm. just, just commune with the father. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think of, especially with Beth and I, we talked about this with seven kids. When That's are we a lot of time? hustle. That's, That's a, a lot, lot of hustle, hustle as they get older, but what are we going to do? What's, what's more important? Mm. Is it more important for our kids to be involved in every single sport or is it more important for, and I'm not saying sports or Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying for us, for the sanity <laughs> of right. our family, what do we got to do? Right. Where's the balance? Um, where's the balance? So sometimes I wonder if, are we too busy to do it? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing though, that I think when we start to feel far from God, I'm not saying work for it, but the Bible even says, work out your own salvation with fear mm-hmm. and trembling. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, ask the big questions. That's to read the books. I'm a big podcast. Like, I'm not a big reader. I listen to sermons. I listen to sermons from John R. Stott all the mm-hmm. time. I listen to sermons from Andy Stanley. I listen mm-hmm. to um, a, a Christian apologetic stuff from Sean McDowell and right. unbelievable 
Um, I listen John Piper I mean, as Pastor John, right. or you know, from a uh, uh, Matt Chandler down with yep. the Village Church. I listen to his sermons. Right. So it's uh, J.D. Greer is another one. Summit Ministry or Summit Life with J.D. Greer. So there's other ways that you don't have to just sit and read. But what what does the Bible say? Is meditate mm, mm-hmm. on my word day and night. So what content you even put in your ears? Meditate because you mentioned even worship music. You yep. know, you put on that vertical worship. Yes, I will. Weapon. I mean, vert- vertical worship's got they got the stuff. But you know, or it's good and gracious King from right. from City of Light. You know, you got these beautiful songs. Or sorry, what's what's a song for you? Because I'm speaking new songs, not '90s worship. Heart of worship. Heart. There you go. <laughs> I'm coming back to the heart of worship. Yep. Oh goodness, uh, marvelous light, Charlie yep. Hall. Yep. That's some good stuff too. Um, so let's let's. There's a lot of different things, but yeah. the 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 other thing that I want to you know just touch on as well of what else can you do when you start to feel far from God. My biggest thing though as well is. Go talk to someone older than you mm-hmm. who loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. Take them out for a cup of coffee and just listen. Every single time, or just talk with another Christian. Like we talk about our tribe. Like every time I've had a unique random, like, okay, so uh, we have a bee problem. We've invited a beekeeper. He used to go to this church back in the day. He knew who I was. I just shared my story about what God's doing, and he was like, I needed to hear that. Thank mm-hmm. you. And I'm like, testimony. Well, apparently I needed to say it because I needed to remember what God has brought me through. Right. Testimony of the saints. And that's just it. So it's encouraging one another, building each other up. Right. And so go talk with someone or go to church and just start serving kids, man. Like go love on some people because what right. does the Bible say? Love God, love others, serve them. So yeah. go out and serve. So let's let's land this let's airplane. Land we're, yeah. we're at about 50 minutes now. We're close to it. So, uh, Mark, what are uh, – just in a recap real fast. We've okay. talked about a lot of stuff. We've yeah. kind of jumped around. So uh, I don't feel close to God right now. Okay. Um. What are the things that I should be doing? Not just relying that it's going to, you know, it's not a, a formula. I'm not looking for a formula to, oh, I'll feel close to God if I do A, B, C. Mm-hmm. But what are some things that I should be doing right now um, in this season? Yeah, I would say let your let, let the truth guide your feet, not your heart guide your feet. Mm. What's the truth say? The Bible like says that. that God is, he's always with us. Um, wither fire, wither flood, he is with us. What's that, Pat? Did I write it down from Isaiah? Yeah. Um, now, this is what the Lord says, the one who created you, Jacob, the one who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I've called you by name, you're mine. When you pass through the waters, I'm with you, and the rivers will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you won't be scorched, and the flame will not burn you. Psalm 34, 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those with a contrite spirit. Draw near to God, he'll draw near to you, James 4, 8, Psalm 9, 10. And those who know your name will put their trust in you, Lord, for you have not forsaken those who seek you. Mm. So what's truth? Truth is the fact that God hasn't gone anywhere. He's still right there. Right. You know, and just because you don't feel him there doesn't make it not there. So I would say first, start with truth. What does the truth say? Second, surround yourself with people who will encourage you with your walk, whether it's your tribe, whether it's podcasts, whether you're welcome, whether it's sermons, <laughs> you know, whether it's even, you know, just, just getting your butt back in church right. because we're not designed to be lone wolf Christians or lone ranger Christians. We're called to live in community or virtual Christians. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're called to live rubbing shoulder, shoulder, elbow to elbow with people. That's the, right. that's the church is the, the called out ones, the yep. gathering. That's right. what Jesus called it. Um, so I'd say start with the truth, surround yourself with people who actually know you. And then last but not least, I would also say, seek the father. I think that's a big one. And, and, we're all wired a little different. Mm-hmm. I'm not one to sit and read for hours. I can't do that. Um, but I know that I need to journal sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a I'm not a huge journal. I know it helps me when I do. But I know other people, that's what they have to do. They have to journal. Some right. people, 
C.S. Lewis was one. He had to go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tibbs, John Tibbs, when he wants to recenter himself, he says, I go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And that's commune with the Father. I go for a walk. Good old sometimes, John Tibbs music. Sometimes you know? I just go fish. That's it. Just go stand on it. Don't matter if you catch anything or not. You just go fish to be, just be still. alone. Be still. But just be still. Yeah. You know, so that's what I would say. When you don't feel close to God, first you have to understand what the truth is, and then surround yourself with people. But and you know, just seek the Father. And and this is another one: is you know, ask the right questions, follow truth wherever it leads, and I think you'll end up okay. And talk. you'll turn around and go, "Dang, God, God brought me through some stuff." Like you said, talk to somebody more mature in the faith mm-hmm. for encouragement. Ask them the questions. Maybe they'll have some answers yeah. for you. So that's what I got, man. Like what you it. got? Nothing, I can't follow it up with that, man. That's <laughs> I was sitting here the whole time you kept saying truth. I'm like, thy word is a lamp to my feet and a line unto my path. Wow. That's, you man. know, throwing it back to the 90s again. <laughs> was that a old, uh, was that Michael W. Smith? I don't remember. I don't know, but that's some old stuff, though, man. So you're sitting there, and that's just, that, that's. I told her, man, worship, it gets me. So that's the song that But was, that's what connects you to God. Yeah, worship, exactly. worship music yep. is a big one for you. Yep, so... I love it, man. This is a good one. This was a good one. I like it. Well, you ready to end this episode let's, with some fun facts, my dude? Let's do it, brother. Time for Fun Facts with February. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh, bro. Oh, man. I cannot believe I captured all that. That was amazing. <laughs> so so you literally were just standing there like, all right, kids, laughing to a microphone. Yeah, I was like, all right, guys, let's say this. And Janiel was doing it with him. I'm like, you know what? That's kind of cool. Let's leave you in there with them, and you guys can say it together. Oh, <laughs> and, and of course, Janiel's like, she's doing. you can tell she's doing her mom voice. Oh, I'm yeah. like, all right, come on, guys. <laughs> Come, come on, children. It's Let's like it's like, it's like doing the children's choir right. for, for church, you know? But what fun fact do you have for us? All right, so this fun guy. fact, I was scrolling through the old intranet or internet, uh, and this comes from facts.com, Ooh, so you know it's facts, true. It's, got, it's from the internet, true. and it's facts.com. But uh, I immediately thought of you when I saw this. Oh, boy. And it says, the term bra, bra. <laughs> what's that, bra? bra, is Hawaiian Pidgin or pigeon, I don't know what I mean, whatever. Short for brada or brother, and was popularized by the surf culture. And I Bra. actually knew that one because uh, Hawaii Five O. Oh my goodness! With Agent McGarrett. Oh my goodness! Because it's always what's like up, brother? The, the, it's always brother. The up, old brother? Hawaii Five O or the new one? New. I, I've never seen the old one. I've only seen oh. the new one. You know why you watch the old one? Because I'm old. Because you're a boomer. Yeah, I am. That's right. Oh, ah, I was ready. <laughs> I was wondering why you were like dragging on with it in a little bit. I was ready. And why you haven't started the outro music? Because we got to talk about the 100th episode well, go, giveaway, go bro. Go ahead and start it, and then we'll start going so into it. So we talked about this last last week. Was the first week we talked about it, right? We're doing the two for giveaway. Last week. No, I think it was a couple weeks ago. Oh, it was a couple weeks ago? I think so. Well, we're doing the two for giveaway. Two for. So, 50th episode, we gave away a mega swag bag. So, we figured for this one, we're just going to double the ancient. It's just, it's just it's a, a two twofer. for giveaway. So, we're giving away two t-shirts. Yeah. Two coffee mugs. Yeah. Are we doing two bags as well? I don't know. Do we keep making this thing we, multiply? Well, we said two coffee mugs, two bags. Two shirts. Two, two shirts. Maybe some other random things to say. No, there. we didn't say two bags. Did we not say two bags? No, I don't think so. But we did. We said two yeah. books. We said two books. We said two books, two shirts, two coffee mugs, and I think whatever else we whatever were else we decide to throw in there. So it well, could be a lot, or it could be nothing. We <laughs> haven't told people what those books are, but we know what one of the books are. One of them. So 
we reached out to Lifeway Publishers, we the did. publishers of well, the. You did. I did. We did. We did because it was our email. Right. So well. of the Christian Standard Bible, and we said, "Hey, we're doing the 100th episode giveaway. We have a lot of great listeners, mm-hmm. great followers. We've talked about Bible translations. We use your guys's translation all the time on the podcast. Would you be willing to donate one of your guys's top study Bibles?" to the podcast so we could give it to one of our listeners. And they, without even hesitating, were like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, where do you want us to send it to? So we are able to give away. I'm, I'm like ecstatic over here. It was pretty cool. We're giving away a study Bible with all the study notes. And, um, we, we were just showing about, you know, some of the old bad study Bibles, Yeah. but you know, I, I personally love the CSB personally. That's the one I use all the time, Mm. but I'm just excited that we get to put a legitimate study Bible so we with have, paper, not digital, with paper. We have the publisher hands. sending us something to send to one of our listeners here. Like, that's... Like, how exciting is... You know what? We're just going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do the applause. We're going to do the applause. Just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, if you win the 100th giveaway twofer package, mm. you have the chance to actually win a CSB study Bible. And we yeah. promise we will not sign the cover because we did not write it. We're not signing the Bible. No, unless you specifically ask us to write a note in it, and then we and then we'll that. stick the note in the Bible. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty dope. Maybe we should have one of the kids draw, like like draw like an RTC bookmark to <sighs> stick in the Bible. That'd be that'd really be funny. funny. But either way, I'm excited for this, dude. We're yeah. giving away a study Bible for we our are. 100 giveaway and another book, which we still have to tell you guys later what that book is i'm excited about about this giveaway my friend well we are just a handful of episodes away from it keep your eyes and ears out on social media just to know what's going on i'm just going to leave a tip you probably should leave a review on apple podcast probably. you probably should just leave a review we're just, just gonna leave it do it now just do it right now. now stop what you're doing except for you can still listen in the background but go and uh, leave, and leave review. a review. And someone reached out. They're like, I'm not on Apple Podcasts. How do I do it? Go to Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Podcasts. <laughs> just Google it and find it and then just leave a review. It's, right. it's really That's that all simple. all you got to do. It's not so, or fa- You can leave reviews on Facebook, too. So just leave yeah. a review yeah. somewhere. Leave her. Just just, just do it. Just, just, just do just it. Just do it. There you go. The Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. <laughs> well, my friend, we are all done with another installment of RT. See, we're getting closer to that 100th episode, which is absolutely insane. Oh, boy. We still have to figure out what we're going to talk about on the 100th episode. I have no idea. Maybe we should do a Does My Past Affect My Future Part 2. Ooh. Or we talked about doing uh, the Wise uh, the, 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 the Wise, wise Tell All. all. I don't know. That's, that's a little scary. That's kind of unfair, though, because I've got a, a few extra years on your guys' marriage that's right true. now. <laughs> that's true. That, that is true. There's a lot true. of extra baggage. You know? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's, no. That is true, though. That is true. We don't have any baggage yet because we're still in the honeymoon you guys, phase. Yeah, you guys will be in the honeymoon phase for like the next <laughs> three or four years. So, But either way, guys. We did it. We got through another episode. Just like always, though, because we want to sign you guys off. Hit up realtalkchristianpodcast.com. You can find the email address, the phone number to text us or call us, all the social media channels, and find all the library, the vast libraries, all right there. Right. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple iTunes, or you can go over to YouTube and hit that subscribe button because we we put these out on YouTube every single week. Sometimes they're not video. Sometimes just audio based on what happens or like the the Holy Spirit one. They both went out. So we have an audio and a video. I don't know what I, I don't know what happened. It just happened. Yeah. But either way, guys, we love you guys. Until next time. Take it easy. <laughs>